into Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. Hey, hey, hey! Welcome, people! It's time for Turbo Drive Live on Sega Sonic Radio. It's good that you were able to uh, tune in and listen to the returning legend that is Rory Raccoon uh, back on SSR, who will be sh- uh, doing his um, show, The Raccoon Zone, again, coming back from the ashes. Like it always does, like the Phoenix. So, really, it is it is an SSR without him. So, it's great he's coming back um, to you know add on top of the lineup that we currently have just now, which is fantastic. Uh, although I would like to actually point out, uh, uh, this show isn't as sexy as some of the other shows that have been on on this uh, station. Obviously, being that of uh, the likes of Tea Time and. Um, 
you know, Radio Redux and even Earthheart's Boombox and even, of course, the le- uh, the Legend show that is the uh, the Raccoon Zone, because those are much more sexier to me. I am not sexy. This show is not sexy. It's absolutely but ugly. But anyway, <clears throat> enough about sexiness and but ugliness and whatnot. Let's get down to the nitty gritty. There's been a lot, and I mean a lot, happening this week. So this is a big episode right here on SSR. And dear God, I don't know where to begin. This week has been fantastic. And you're probably wondering, well, that's a change. Dear God, you're usually all emo and shit. And it's like, well, you know, it's, uh, you have your good weeks and then you have your bad weeks and it's all all go la la. So anyway, but um, <clears throat> with this week, obviously, it's a lot uh, different. There's been a lot of good things happening. I mean, I'm gonna talking about lots of shit right now. Um... I'm going to be saving a couple of things that I have done this week for next week's show to obviously, you know, add up anticipation. Because I like doing that to you people, building up the anticipation of, ooh, he's got something to spill. So, yeah. Um, So, other than that, I'm just going to be going in headfirst with, uh, obviously, the lineup for this week's show. We've got Sonic News Rewind coming up very, very shortly, and there's lots to talk about. From this past week. Um, then we've got Turbo's First Impressions. TFI. In it's Friday slot. So it's TFI Friday. It's TFI Friday people. Although I'm not Chris Evans. And this is not Channel 4. So uh, you know, we're just going to keep it that. And um, yeah. If you've got any requests as well. There is a request section after all that crap. If you don't like that crap. You can request your own music. So if you want a Sonic song to be played on SSR, then send me a private message in the Sonic Stadium IRC chat room, uh, or um, you can send me an email at turbo at tfmx.co.uk. So simple, in fact, a tortoise can probably remember it. Oh, yeah. Um, all right. <clears throat> so yes, anyway. Uh what are we getting here? Minus uh It's like turbo <laughs> Turbo, you okay? <laughs> it's like I'm I'm fond of it, Ozzy Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but um, <clears throat> no, it's just it's been a great week for me, really. Um, it's been quite a, quite a great week. Uh, I've got my train tickets uh, sorted, so I'm you know get I am you know ready. I'm pumped for SOS09, uh, which was official. Uh, the venue was officially announced. Uh, a wee while ago, obviously, and uh, yeah, it's like you should go, go to SOS, book tickets, book, book hotels, book anything, everything, just book it now because if you don't, you're gonna miss out on possibly one of the greatest moments in Sonic community history, you know, again, because you missed it last time, 
If you missed it last time, you suck. If you missed it this time, you're gonna suck even more. It's that bad to miss it. It's not that good to miss it. It's uh, it's an unmissable moment in time's history where the Sonic community comes together and celebrates the life that is a blue hedgehog. I know, I'm just taking this a little too far, aren't I? So, uh... But no, it's a great banter place. I mean, you know, it's it's definitely something with a, it's definitely an event with a lot of energy in it, and I mean a lot. And frankly, you know, there's possibly I haven't been to anywhere anywhere that has that much energy. I've been to, you know, zoos and amusement parks and arcades and whatnot. I haven't, and I don't really go to conventions. I never do, uh, mainly because it just costs so much. But because this is a convention uh, so devoted to something that I like, it has to be gone. It has to be, you know, it has to be something that I need to go to because it's like an addiction. You know, I want, I want to be there. I want to be a part of this. I want to be there and enjoy myself and talk about Sonic stuff and get to meet up with uh, all the other Sonic fans and also banter around with uh, you know other people in the Sonic community again because I liked it last time I liked it when I met, met up everyone at SOS uh, well the night before SOS that was even gr that was even better because I never met anyone anyone from the site in person you know until that night so there you go it's that it, it was that memorable people so if you want to if you want to have memories like that then you better come to SOS this year because it's got to be that memorable. I can guarantee it. I guarantee that. So anyway, <clears throat> moving on, I think we should get some music down with some uh, you know, uh some music. I don't know what music. I don't know. It's it's something that I cannot think of on the principle of that I am a jackass. Uh, no. Uh, oh, what, what's here? It's like, uh, so how's that? Uh, blah, blah, blah. Ah, Rory's just talking about, uh, talking about himself and whatnot. And, uh, But yeah, I mean, uh, definitely, Rory. If you if you're early, if you're, you know, if you're wanting to get to SOS, get you know like traveling done now because I was able to get a sleeper tr uh, an advanced sleeper ticket um, for a single a single there and a single back uh, for 64 quid. Now that's a great offer just now. So you know, uh, so basically, if you're if you live in S Scotland. Mainly the Highlands, and uh, you know you're wanting to get to SOS. Get an advance ticket now. You know, go if you want to go to SOS. If you've got, you know, if you've got a play, if you know someone that you're crashing with, I'm gonna be crashing with uh, uh, Earthart and Viger. I know that just sounds wrong. Three guys sharing the same room. It just, I know. Don't just don't think about it. 
Um, you know, then get your tickets because they're pretty cheap just now. He's like two singles are only sixty-four quid for a sleeper train, so that's quite good. Um, you know, if I I think planes would probably be the same. I think, but planes like airports are much more hassle. I think in uh, because you have to go through security and baggage bag checks and blah and blah and you know you're not allowed to use devices while on the on the plane which kind of sucks you know so that's why I'm going going by train it's like I'm going to take my uh, DS with me I'm going or DSI even uh, I'm going to take that with me I'm going to be playing some Sonic Rush I'm going to be I'm going to take all my Sonic games with me in a little pocket um and all you know various other things that I might be doing I don't know but Overall, I'm just gonna be, you know, I'm I might be I, I'm you know I might actually just sleep, um, before my train, and just like stay awake for the rest of the whole of the day, uh, for the whole of the journey, and doing stuff because I can do I can do that, people. I've stayed up till the early dawn. Uh, that's usually because I was actually playing an RPG that totally sucked about. 130 hours out of my life, um, but uh, other than that, I could probably do it. I could stay up for the whole eight-hour journey, or 12-hour journey, or 14. I I can't remember how many hours it takes. It's uh, it's quite a long time. Yeah, but uh, other than that, um, yeah, it's uh, quite good. So anyway, get your tickets done, get travel arrangements done, get bookings done for, for uh, you know, uh, hotel rooms or whatever. Just get it sorted now, done, dusted now. Do it, do it, do it. So anyway, on with the show. Uh, we got some music uh, to bring us in the Sonic News Rewind, and uh, with Sonic News Rewind. Haven't heard this track for quite a while. It's the uh, second second opening to uh, the anime. Um, oh God, what's up? Full Metal Alchemist. Yes, I. I love this track. It's actually a very fantastic track. In fact, obviously, I played this. Uh, well, I actually heard this on a you know Newgrounds Flash spinoff or parody of uh, Full Metal Alchemist, uh, which was Full Metal Sonic, uh, which obviously it just doesn't make any sense, but, uh, or Full Sonic Al Alchemist, I have a clue, I, I can't remember the title of the flat Newgrounds F Flash animation, but I thought that was a kick-ass track, and uh, sadly it doesn't, it, it, it didn't, actually want me to actually watch the Full Metal Alchemist series, which I'm, you know, many people will be going, boo, hiss, you suck, so, uh, yeah, but anyway, here is Ready, Ste Steady, Go, uh, which was the second, I think, the se I think people were saying that this is the second opening for uh, Full, Alchem uh, Full Metal Alchemist, um, so, here you go, and then we've got Sonic New News Rewind coming up very shortly. Uh, with all the latest news coming from the Sonic Stadium. So, catch you in a bit, and enjoy. 
Rewind. Hey guys, welcome back. It's time for Sonic News Rewind on Turbo Drive Live only on Sega Sonic Radio. And for Turbo uh, for Turbo Drive Live Sonic News Rewind, we don't have much. <laughs> Uh, except for the big thing that was happening this week, if you did not know, on the 23rd, which was the Wednesday, the third Tuesday, whatever, I can't remember, I can't, I can't remember which day it was, I'm sorry, it's just terrible of me, but, uh, no, uh, what was it, it was Sonic's 18th birthday, uh, it, uh 18 years, dear god, um, on Tuesday, and uh, a lot of people were celebrating Sonic's uh, um, 18th quite well, in fact. And uh, yeah, I mean, oof, Sonic's 18th, dear God, yeah, he's now legal to dr- he's now have the legal implications to drink in the UK. Sweet. Uh, but that won't mean that uh, alcoholic beverages will be at Summer of Sonic this year. No. No, 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 no. Because we all know that, um, you know, we have a lot of younger uh, Sonic fans that would be attending the event. So, no alcohol. No alcohol. Holo hol. So, uh, yeah. But no, Sonic's 18th. Um, not much was actually done to celebrate it from the kind of like Sonic team or well not so I know of anyway I, I don't think what I don't know what you know uh, many people did well there was one th- there was a what was it competition held by Sega of Europe uh, which had uh prizes to be given away on not only Sonic's Facebook page but also on uh, uh, Sonic's Twitter page as well. Yes, Sonic has Twitter now. Who do? Everyone's getting Twitter now. It's it's crazy. Yeah. But uh, I just say it's a, just an, I just say it's another application that's just gonna be plaguing the internet and just be going you know because it's just it's just like everything else like it's like Bebo, MySpace and it's like uh Facebook, Twitter, all these communication I I you know there's too many really you know there's too many of them out there it just isn't right um but no no nonetheless uh Sega of Europe or Sega UK whatever you want to call them uh, or mainly a UK was given out a crap ton of Sonic uh, Sonic uh, prizes uh, on both Facebook and Twitter. So I hope you guys bagged yourself some goodies because I didn't. You know why? Because some of them I do have, like the SOS T-shirt and various other T-shirts and also various other items. Um, I just chose not to participate out of sheer gratitude for the fans mainly because other fans would like to would you know appreciate it more than I would because I got a lot of stuff so far and I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to save a little bit room 
just a little bit of room here. So, but anyway, um, other than that, you know, I was just uh, just fine, just fine. But um, nah, I, I mean, I I didn't want to, you know, try to sign up for Twitter at that moment just to get some Sonic prizes because really, it's just like. Ugh, just not happening. Um, and also trying to join Sonic's Facebook for prizes as well. It's just like, I can't do that. But anyway, uh, other than that, you know, I will have my chance at trying to win some merchandise. If not, I will buy said merchandise, merchandise whenever I feel like it. I mean, just recently, obviously, if you people haven't been listening for quite a while, that uh, I actually won... That uh, Sonic drawing for uh, what was it uh, from that guy with gla- glasses dot com uh, that was used in that video games confessions video uh, the second episode and you know I'm hopeful hopefully I'm gonna have that framed all all three pages it's got like an authentication letter uh, the original sketch and uh, the sketch that was in the final video. Um, and of course, like it, like what Doug said as well. It actually does have like a penciled version of Samus on the back of uh, one of the pictures. So it's uh, quite. It is. It is the real deal. It is that which was used. And um, yeah, I'm kind of uh, impressed with that. So I'm gonna have that framed. Uh, you know. I'm gonna have that framed, and and it was signed by both pages were signed by Doug as well. So Doug Walker, who does that, uh, the multiple personas uh, that he does on the site, being that of uh, that ask that uh, ask that guy with glasses, uh, Chester A. Bum, the nostalgia critic, uh, Dominic, who works at the Pixel Palace, um, Dominic the bartender. <laughs> uh, but yeah, you know that's you know. That's that's for another time just now. But uh, other than that, you know, I'll get my Sonic merchandise. I'll get my official Sonic merchandise whenever I feel like it and whenever I see it. You know, I mean, I'm not as heavy. I'm not as heavy in de- <laughs> like I don't want to get my, put myself in debt because of Sonic. Really, I don't want to put myself into debt for trying to pay off a you know a, a Sega Sonic the Hedgehog arcade cabinet. Or a Sonic the Fighters arcade cabinet. I don't want to be trying to pay off anything like that for the for the rest of my life or something like that. So, um, but yeah. Anyway, other news. Let's keep going. Try to keep the pace flow. Keep the flow of the flow of it going. Um. Uh. Last week I was talking about like a blow up Vinny vinyl. Uh, doll that was going to be uh, coming along at Comic Con, Toys R Us, and blah blah blah. Uh, but there's going to be more kind of like Metal Sonic stuff be happening. Uh, mainly, a Metal Sonic action figure has been announced, which is quite impressive and surprising, nonetheless. But uh, mostly, mostly, most of all, impressive because they're trying to find a market now. You know. In action figures, and now they're gonna do Metal Sonic, which is finally because obviously Metal Sonic is the epiphany of Sonic enemies. 
I mean, you already have Dr. Robotnik slash Eggman, and you've got, like, Shadow the Hedgehog, who's the main antagonist now, but back in the day, Metal Sonic was the shit, and he was the ultimate badass. You know, it's like, it's a metal version of Sonic the Hedgehog, but more, you know, more kind of like, uh, you know, more destructive and more reckless. Um, robotic. It was a robot. We liked robots back in the day. It was the kick-ass thing to do. But anyway. Uh, but no, there's there's plans of a Metal Sonic action figure got to be done uh, in the future. So that is Coolios. Uh, in more news, we've got the Sonic Sight Awards 2009 is starting now, um, Sven, Dreadnoughts, Jocelyn, uh, was setting up, obviously, not only our SSR site, but also, uh, the Sonic, uh, the Sonic, uh, Summer of Sonic website, and, of course, just recently, the Sonic Site Awards, the SSAs, and, as many of you people know, Last year, we didn't have any SSAs. Not S- We didn't have any SSA 2008. So, um, this year is... Obviously, he's getting his act together. And trying to get... Doing some uh, Sonic Sight Awards for 2009. Yay! So, hope everything goes, goes fine with that. Cause with this so much awesome happening, you know, we just hope that no shit's gonna happen. Or drama. We don't like drama. It's like, no drama 08. Oh, or 09. No drama 09. Yay. Um, right, and lastly, Crush 40 is going to be releasing two CDs um, in Japan this autumn. Now, uh, the two CDs are as follows. One is a direct sequel to their Crush 40 uh, self-titled album uh, that came out quite a fair bit now. It's almost been like six years, possibly more, since their uh, since their first album, their first uh, commercial commercial album, and. Uh, the other one will be a uh, a tenth anniversary kind of like compilation of uh, modern Sonic themes. So it's all and it's all gonna be done by uh, John Sonal. Uh And apparently the anniversary uh, he's also hinted that the anniversary CD will be uh, maybe released on multiple discs. Uh, you know. Uh, yeah, but uh, it's also said that it'll have like a kind of like uh, a, a, an anthology kind of like feel to it. Like for example, you know the uh, WrestleMania DVDs where they have like an anthology separated into parts, and uh, you know they've got like the first first five WrestleManias on DVD. Then you got the next five, and then the next five, and then the next five, and that's kind of like the 
collection of two, you know, 20, you know, kind of like uh, WrestleMania is right there. Um, uh, but other than, um, but, you know, if that's how it, if that's how it's going to be done, then fine by, fine by Jun Sanal, because obviously he is a musical legend in the Sonic community, so, but yeah. Uh, right, so yeah, that's all the Sonic news that's been happening, uh, on the kind of, like, important front. In other news, obviously, in eBay, or in EI, in eBay, or on eBay, whatever you want to call it, uh, what was it, uh, there was, <laughs> apparently, on eBay, there was, uh, two entries for a Talking Sonic plush that was released back in 1997. And all, apparently, all it says is Sega, and that's it. There's no other kind of like catchphrases for Sonic at all. It just says Sega every time you just squish its stomach or something like that. Um. So yeah. Other than that, you know, it's. So yeah. And that's it, pretty much, for Sonic News. I'm sorry about the... If you can hear the background music, it's just my loudmouth dad being an asshole and thundering around the house being an idiot. Even though it was Father's, Father's Day last week, you know, still, you know, he can be still an idiot. Um, yeah. I, I mean... I just I just feel like Scar from The Lion King. It's like I am surrounded by idiots and it's like Ugh So annoying. It's like I'm surrounded by babies, grown ups who think are acting like babies, it's just absolutely hell. It's like all the ultimate in hell. I really 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 need to get out of here. So yeah, <clears throat> welcome to my world. Not his world, my world. Ha ha! Gotcha. Anyway, right. Uh, might as well get into some uh, a little thing. Uh, little thing. Now, Turbo Source Impressions. It's a movie, this time around, it's a movie that I just went to see this past Wednesday, and I, I was actually able to see it with uh, one of my co-workers, um, you know, uh, who's a big fan of the series this is based on, and uh, I'll be also talking about that, uh, I'll be also talking about other things of that series that I just got today as well um, but uh, other than that you know you know it's just uh, one of those things you know I don't know what Birdie's actually referring to um, it's like uh, what is gay I don't know who don't know who or what is gay, but I don't know, Birdie. So anyway, 
but uh, yeah, this past Wednesday I was, you know, I just bumped into my, you know, work colleague and he was going to see this movie as well. So, you know, we went in, you know, we went in and just like saw <clears throat> what this uh, <clears throat> was going to be like. I mean, we saw the, it's actually a sequel and we saw the, we both saw the first movie and we both have it on DVD. So we, you know, I was kind of like, eh, you know, but he was just like, yay, yay. So, uh, yeah, he was, he was totally going to be enjoying it no matter what. Me, on the other hand, I was kind of like, eh, you know, because I kind of liked the last movie, but, uh, you know, there was still, some, still its problems as such. And, uh, but yeah, I'm going to be talking about this movie, the sequel, and, uh, you're going to enjoy it. But anyway, before we get into that, we've got uh, another song to play to make me calm down a little bit and also quench my thirst. Here's uh, Fly Like a Butterfly from the, Sonic, uh, from the Jet Set Radio Future soundtrack done by Hideki, Hideki Naganuma. 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 Yeah, Naganuma. No man, no man, no man. Yeah. So anyway, enjoy this, and I'll see you on the other side for TFI Friday. Turbo's first impressions on the Friday. See you on the other side. Fly like a butterfly. Fly like a butterfly. Like a, like a, like a, like a fly, like a butterfly. 
Turbo's first impressions. All right, welcome back. It's time for TFI Turbo's first impressions on Turbo Drive Live. Now, uh, I was saying it's a sequel to a movie that came out that I saw before, and uh, I'm just gonna go straight out to it. What is the only other sequel that has come out that's just come out in the cinema? Yeah. You probably got it in one. Transformers. The Revenge of the Fallen. Now, when I first saw the title, I actually thought, oh dear god, they're just going to bring back Megatron, aren't they? Well, um, they did, of course. But, um... Now, they put a little twist to the movie. So, this is where... So, my kind of like impressions on this movie is quite alright. I mean, I wasn't expecting anything more or less. I mean, I was expecting more action, which I got. I got more action. But at times, the action in the movie was that of kind of like a Batman flick. Of present day, like the camera was uneasy, like it kept on moving, you know, kept on shaking all the time. I just wanted to see, you know, robots, you know, beating up each other, you know, without any of this shaky cam shit. So, but there was parts when it wasn't shaky cam and whatnot. It was all right, but. Um, No, it's just like, at times it was just like, oh, and it was like, what's happening? You know, you know, because it kept, it was like going, ooh. But anyway, um, but yeah, um, so yeah. What what's so what's the kind of like plot to it? Uh, basically, you know, at the start of the film, it it talks about like um, uh, the Transformers race uh, didn't come to Earth. Earth, bef- uh, they have they have come back uh, have been to Earth before, like thousands and thousands of years ago. Um, you know. And apparently the robots kind of enslaved the Earth at one time. Uh, there was this uh, one robot that wanted total domination over all over the, pl- uh, all over the world, and uh, the, you know the others, being that they were called Primes at the time, um, they you know stopped them, defeated them, and whatnot, and uh they now refer at uh, refer this robot as the fallen and i'm thinking wait that's it you don't want to give it a better name than that you don't want to do anything like that again it's the thought the what the fallen i'm sure yeah it kind of like makes the title a little more sense you know it makes the title of the movie kind of like 
a double meaning, like uh, Revenge of the Fallen, like the Revenge of Megatron, and the Revenge of the Fallen being that of the character, the Fallen. But, um, but no, I think it was just like a cop-out as such, um, by naming this new character, the Fallen. I mean, it it didn't make any sense whatsoever, to my mind, anyway. Um, but I just let it, I just let it go, you know, because if that's what they want to do, fair enough. Um, the movie, the the sequel, obviously, it didn't fo- it foc it focused on you know, r- you know the robots a little bit, but it was like it just like the beginning of the f- film just throws you in, just throws you into into the action. And it tells you that two years have passed, uh, the Autobots have been working with the humans, uh, with a, a new kind of like uh, fight, fighting squad or team or whatever. And uh, they've been trying to get ri- trying to uh, rid the world of the, the Decepticons uh, that have come to, uh, have come to Earth. Um, there, wa- there was kind of like introduce- introductions to... Uh, uh, new Autobots that have come to Earth uh, to aid uh, Optimus Prime and his team, uh, with the likes of uh, uh, R- uh, RC, and apparently her sisters. Now I didn't know this happened. Uh, who are all bikes, and uh, another uh, another couple of uh, Autobots. I think uh, Jolt. Is another one, and the twins, uh, which is obviously like you know twin robots as such. Now, um, in the light of kind of like new, uh, new Autobots being introduced, we got new Decepticons being introduced, and one of my all-time favorite Decepticons, and pos- uh, from the old TV series was sound Soundwave. Now Soundwave was fantastic. He was like he had the ability to change into a cassette player. He was a reconnaissance uh, he was a recon recon uh, recon uh, a recon bot reconnaissance. That's it. Reconnaissance. Reconnaissance. Recon uh, anyway. So basically, you know, Soundwave is recon and uh he uh in this movie, he's he's a big satellite dish for the whole movie. He doesn't do any action at all, but he does what he's he has done in the the movies, which is to deploy his lackeys, uh, being that of being that of uh, uh, ravage. Which is one, which is the original, uh, which is one of his uh, original kind of like, uh, uh, you know, cohorts as such. And uh, everyone knows that Ravage is this kind of like panther-like, you know, be, uh, robot. And by God, is is this Ravage very mean, like ultra mean, like you know? Because here's the best thing here: it has a gun strapped to its back. 
When did you ever see that in the original cartoon? Ravage did never, never had a gun on his back. It never had any way of defeating enemies with a weapon, un in unless it was its own body. But this time around, they made him even cooler by giving him a gun, like a ca a bat cannon, as such. And he was obliterating shit left, right, and center in one of the scenes. It was quite, quite impressive. So yeah, you're probably wondering now, what the fuck's the story with the humans? Okay then. Well, um, our, uh, you know, wacky, you know, wacky human characters are all there. You got Sam, you got his parents, his, you got his girlfriend, uh, and various other characters, and um, the story the story is is that uh, uh, a slither of uh, the the, the AllSpark, the cube, uh, was caught on on his kind of like uh, worn out uh, hoodie thing that uh, he used in the first in the first movie, and apparently it just like scans all this information into his head, telling telling them where this uh, new power source is and uh, like you know and for about like 20 minutes of the film uh, Sam just spazzes out in a, a ridiculous and I mean ridiculous fashion of like totally just like you know having all, writing all these symbols on the walls and god knows what else it it's just terrible absolutely terrible and really it's just one of those things where it's just like okay that's just fucking retarded you know i i was just ro i was literally rolling my eyes at times uh, during some of those scenes. During the scenes where he's just totally spazzing out and writing all these symbols and whatnot, and I'm just thinking, dear God, someone stop him. Someone say cut, please. Just cut the scene. You know. But no, you have to deal, you have to, that's, that's the whole point of this movie, is that you have to deal with the fact that you have to d endure these shitty scenes, some of these shitty human scenes, to get to the good stuff. Um, it's like, uh, obviously, the classic, uh, you know, uh, the classic quality streets moment, where obviously uh, you have to dig through all the crap, you know, the toffee, the, t the penny chews and the toffee sticks and whatnot, to get to the good stuff, the mint, the... You know, the chocolate triangles and the strawberry cream and the, you know, stuff like that. And it, it you know, it tastes good as soon as you get to that, those things. But, um, you know, some of the scenes, some of the human scenes I did like, like, uh, uh, what, one, one moment where obviously there are, uh, Sam and his parents are at the college that Sam's going to, and apparent apparently, his Sam's mother f 
buys some, you know, some drug-induced uh, food. Like, so she's now high in the movie, and I'm thinking to myself, "What the fuck has happened here? Dear God." Um. Also, another thing as well. Uh, uh, I never, I never human, uh, I never kind of like human. Uh, moment uh, where it's just interacting with humans is the return of the uh, special agent or or former special agent from Sector Seven, and uh, you know uh, we get you know he he you know when they just kind of like have that reaction where they kind of like meet each other again, it's like you. It was hilarious. It was like it's because of you I lost my job, you know. So um, yeah, that was kind of funny. Um, but um, no, I mean some some of the dialogue was okay because you did have like dialogue where they um, uh, what was it? They interacted with. Uh, uh, with the uh, Autobots and whatnot. One thing that I was pissed off at, though, is that um, they couldn't they couldn't be asked they couldn't be asked to get a voice for Bumblebee. I'm sorry, but you had the entire first movie him talking through his radio and whatnot, and then suddenly you just say fuck it. For the next movie, we're gonna keep his voice broken. We're not even gonna bother trying to fix it, um, and it it saves us time trying to find a fucking voice actor for him. And I'm thinking, is it? And I'm thinking, I'm I'm sitting there and I'm just like, you lazy gits of a producers, you you lazy gits, I swear. And maybe to you people, it's probably not a big deal, but. Frankly, that is just utter laziness. That's just that's almost as lazy as Deke. Uh, and I was actually going putting this through my head. Deke hiring J- Jalene White to voice three main characters, and one of them is a female. That's laziness and stupidity. Hmm. You know, and you you all know what uh, who and what I'm talking about. You know you know fine people. You are the Sonic fans. You have seen the series. You have heard the voices. The voices. And it sucks. And creepy. Um, but back to the point. That is just laziness. Trying not giving Bumblebee a proper voice for the second movie. I mean, in the, in the, the final scenes where Bumblebee wanted to talk you know he talked saying that he wanted to stay with Sam and what what happens is like they just say oh his voice bro- voice module is still not working properly i mean bullshit fucking bullshit i it's just it's lazy it is absolutely lazy and it's like bumblebee should been should have been given a voice not 
not just this random radio ch- chatter again. It it just annoys the. Cr- you could have had the radio chatter uh, when Bumblebee was transformed. Fair enough, but for the entire movie, I'm sorry, but that's just not. That is just lazy. Very lazy indeed. Funny, but lazy. I'm sorry, but really, you should have had a voice actor for him by then. I mean, two years, people! You know. Um, uh, I'm just trying to think here now. Uh, I do like... I did like... Uh, what was it? Optimus Prime being in it a little bit more and obviously being his heroic kind of like prime self and um it was just one of those things that I liked in the movie it was just fantastic um other things that I liked in the movie I I did actually like uh the scene where Optimus Prime is going up against like three Decepticons at once and he's trying to defend he's trying to defend Sam as well um which was kind of cool and it does actually and spoilers kind of like and start from there so uh i don't i don't want to talk about any spoilers because i want you guys to see it i mean it actually takes aspects to aspects from not only from the last movie but the 1986 um um animated movie as well the animated one and it takes aspect it takes those aspects and puts it into this one uh if you anyone knows about that then fair enough you pretty much know what's gonna happen but um but yeah it tries i I, i'll i'll just say that now i'll just say this now obviously in the first movie everyone was kind of wondering well where's the matrix of leadership you know, where's the Autobot Matrix of Leadership? Why doesn't Optimus have that? Why doesn't he use it to bright, to uh, brighten, uh, to light, you know, light their darkest hour and whatnot? And uh, apparently, in a last, I think it was rushed, but in a last minute decision, they just add the the Matrix of Leadership into the storyline. Uh, for the second movie, and I'm just thinking, it's like, what, what, what? And here's another thing. Again, with all the kind of like redes- uh, redesigning and whatnot of uh, items and robots and whatnot, the 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 Matrix in the movie is is weird. I only say that because. It is because it looks like, you know, it looks like a Japanese ninja weapon rather than the matrix of matrix of leadership. You know, uh, I've seen the matrix of leadership in the animated series, and I thought that was fine enough. But when I saw this new one, I was just thinking to myself, what have they? done I mean that's not that doesn't look like the matrix of leadership or not one that I think would be suitable to be called the matrix of leadership 
Um, and of course, and of course, it's good that none of the human characters and, uh, you know, uh, Michael Bay himself uh, did not make a reference to the movie The Matrix. Uh, I mean, obviously, you had Sam actually say The Matrix, but obviously no one pushed in and tried to put in a stupid, stupid joke, uh, you know, about the kind of, like, the movie and whatnot, which is a good thing, because that would have ruined it. Um, But there are some aspects in the movie that was ruined just a tad. Like like I've stated before, they didn't give Bumblebee a voice... Um, they gave certain kind of like aspects to, um, uh, uh, Smeg. To these new, new kind of like, uh, Autobots. But they didn't actually focus, they don't, they only focused, um, on, of course, Bumblebee. And, uh, what was it? Bumblebee and uh, Optimus and this new character, uh, this new enemy, the Fallen and Megatron. Uh, because obviously Megatron, you saw in the trailers, you knew by the title that Megatron was going to be returning. And, um, but in one way, shape or form. And, you know... I'm 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 disappointed that none of the other characters had any. There wasn't any interaction with the other Autobots characters. Uh, not not as much as I would have thought there would be. Like for example, for uh, I would I wanted to know a little bit more about RC and the other two bikes that were Transformers. I didn't know who those other bikes were. I knew RC from the series. I knew RC as the character, but the other char- the other female characters, I know jack shit about them, you know. And I would have liked a little more backstory. And and of course these new char- these new Transformers, the the twins, uh I was kind of thinking what what what's their purpose? What what's that? You know, I don't know. But um but there were some scenes that I actually liked. I liked the... I pretty much liked the entire third act. Uh, uh, I did like the entire third act of uh, the movie. Um, it was just like one big action... You know, big action flick uh, for it. And... You know, although I was actually thinking, oh, here we go, that's it, you know, it's over. But uh, no, it it kind of like twists. You know, there's so many twists in the movie. You're thinking to yourself, wow, I mean, could you stop? Could you just lay off the twists? Because I just feel, I feel like that the movie's just going to end right there, you know. So stop, stop using so many twists! Um, but yeah, I mean, 
after the movie, I still actually enjoyed myself. There were some some other scenes that totally laughed, uh, that I was totally laughing my ass off. But uh, th- there was actually one scene in particular that was la- that I literally laughed my ass off alongside with uh, my mate, uh, my co-worker as well, and um, you know we we were just laughing our asses off at that scene. So loudly, I don't know if anyone else was laughing as well, but we were the only people. We were the only two people who were actually, literally laughing so hard at that scene. It was just embarrassing, but um, but you know that's what some of the aspects in the movie is supposed to have be. It's it's supposed to be, you know, some of it is supposed to be hilarious. Yeah, but um, but yeah. Other than that, I just think it was actually a very good movie. I mean, it was just as good as the ter- the Transformers movie prior to that, so there's nothing wrong about it, and there's nothing, uh, there's nothing, you know, there's uh, there's nothing, there's there's some bad points and some good points, but it kind of like evens it out that it is actually a acceptable movie. Although I'm seeing a lot of people putting an, a lot of negative backlash um, to this movie. And I don't know why, because I actually liked the action scenes in this one than I did with the last one. Because the last one just didn't have enough action between the Autobots and the, and the Decepticons. And there are some Decepticons that I was just going, holy shit, what the fuck are they going to try to do? And it, it was just, it was just you know... Just one of those things. So, really, if you now, I don't know what this. Well, obviously, this movie is out there for the hardcore Transformers fan, um, uh, and that definitely brought you know my colleague in because he, uh, my colleague, colleague in because he is you know a big enough Transformers fan than I am. I mean, I only, I only got into Transformers when they were about they were dying out uh, and I used, and I did used to watch some of the old uh, you know the 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 Beast Wars uh, uh, you know the Beast Wars kind of like series and that was a little different you know it was CG it was a little more it was a little more campy I think um but uh, other than that, you know, I I st- I still had s- some love to the Transformers series, although I kind of like strayed away from it mainly because obviously I was more of a fan of Sonic than Transformers, um, and even the A Team. But uh, other than that, I mean, I did actually enjoy it. I did actually enjoy myself. I had a couple of laughs. I had a couple of uh, face palm moments as well. But other than that, it's actually a good movie. And if you like the first movie, then you might as well go and see the second one because at least you'll find out what the heck's going, what's happened, and what's going to happen, and what has happened, you know, uh, in the kind of like uh, the universe of this new Transformers franchise. Um, one thing, one thing's for sure is people might say, is there room for another sequel? Of course, there's going to be a room for a sequel. This is a money-making franchise, and I think they're gonna hoard this, hoard this shit out uh, as much as possible, you know. So, 
But if you want to give it a shot, go ahead. Go go uh, go look in your local listings for you know Cinema Times and get yourself a ticket um, to go see it. I mean, it is quite lengthy in that it's about over well over two hour two hours long. Uh, although most of that two hours is gotta be adverts and trailers. I mean, it'll be like twenty to thirty minutes before you actually see the film. Um, it's that bad. So really, it's a give or take situation. Whether you want to live through all those shitty adverts and trailers uh, for movies that you're not gonna give two shits about. Mainly because uh, some of them consist of like uh, I don't know the new Harry Potter movie, which I couldn't give any two I couldn't give two fucks about. But um, other than that, you know, it was just that. But yeah. Um, but overall, if you're wanting to see a movie this summer, go see Transformers: Rise of uh, Revenge of the Fallen. It's uh, quite it's quite a good movie. You know, if you like the first one, then go ahead. I it. You you probably won't be disappointed. There will be some scenes that you'll just crack your uh, you know crack your ass over. Uh, it it's just it's just a good movie. It's it's not great and it's not fantastic. It's not a blockbuster. Well, actually, it's got to be a money blockbuster. But uh, other than that, it's uh, you know it's just typical. Yeah. But anyway. Um, So yeah. Ta da <laughs> So yeah, um not many people no one has actually requested any music. So yeah. Um which is the typical norm uh during our shows or my shows now. But uh let's see. Oh, and there we go. The kids. It's just stupid. Yeah. It's a. Every time they kind of like just tweak the. You know, tweak the pitch in their voices. It, it sounds like something. It's like the end of the world as we know it. You know. But, um. But, yeah. Uh, right. Just trying to find some good music for people to listen to. But yeah, it is definitely something you want to talk about. But anyway, uh, while I'm trying to look for some, look for some music to play. Now, I know one news story that's been going around and around and around for the past two days now, or a day, even, is uh, the death the death of uh, Michael Jackson. And do you want, do you honestly want to you know know what my personal feelings about this passing away is? You know, for this guy, uh, for Michael Jackson. Um, well, I can tell you, I can tell you now. I did actually like his music. I did like Thrill, Thriller, and I did like uh, Smooth Criminal. But other than that, I really give, I really don't give two rats' ass about Michael Jackson. 
mainly because he's a he was a glorified um well a glorified jackass really um because he was always in the media getting himself into trouble in these obscure situations and really i can't i really don't give a crap about that guy um i mean i liked his i liked his thriller work i liked his smooth criminal work but other than that the guy was a complete nut bar and the guy should have been incarcerated really you know for his obscure his obscure manner of uh, of things and the obscure things that he did to himself uh which is just no need really no need at all so really i don't give a shit about michael jackson you know i don't care i i, I don't know if you know I I mean I'm not well I mean I was baptized Christian but really I don't follow Christianity anymore I just don't follow it to the T because I think it's just a whole load of bullshit but uh you know he could be rotting in hell or living in heaven heaven or whatever but frankly as long as he's not on this earth trying to be a glory hog and trying to appease to the you know the you know the media and be a joke to the media and the internet and whatnot then good because frankly we don't give a shit anymore uh, although there's a lot of people saying that it's like uh, when will zombie michael jackson be here you know and whatnot and uh, he's already here people he's already here and frankly anyone could just shoot him in the head and just say right game over Let's go on. Let's move our lives. Because frankly, I just don't give a crap about Michael Jackson. Yeah, and everyone was saying, oh, yes, he did the soundtrack for Sonic 3 because some of his music's in it. And, you know, you can hear the similarities. But frankly, I don't give a crap about that because it does it actually show that he, uh, in the credits itself that it has Michael Jackson as a music producer in that game? No. So, frankly, it's a whole load of bullshit. And frankly, I don't care, you know. But now that Michael Jackson is dead, it doesn't mean anything anymore. Yeah, the whole Sonic 3 conspiracy. It doesn't mean anything, because the guy's not alive anymore. Do we need to care? No. Um, do we need to care about his child child molesting, you know, uh, kind of like uh, activities anymore? No, because he's dead. We don't care anymore. He's gone. He is not of this planet. He is not of this plane. He is not of this, you know, uh, society anymore. He is gone. He is out of our hair. He is out of our lives for good. So, really, that's it. End of story. Uh, that's, why I ha that's how I feel. I mean, many people can say, oh, he's the greatest musician of our era and whatnot. And then it's like, bullshit. He hasn't been great since 1996. You know. Ugh. When the Millennium came in, he was just like, not happening. You know. With the whole lawsuits and whatnot, and all this media coverage of him being a child molester or a child pedophile and whatnot, frankly, it was just like, over the head, 
too far too soon you went the whole of the moon and into Mars and it really just didn't appeal to me at all not one bit so anyway um, so yeah so that's my say of Michael Jackson I don't give a crap about Michael Jackson you know he's dead it's dead it's over it's done you know nothing more to say um all right uh well might as well get some uh music going around And what better music to play than some OC remix tracks? First off, uh, first off with uh, some uh, Doomsday, the Doomsday uh, from uh, the Project Chaos album. And uh, if I can find more, some if I can find more uh, Project Chaos stuff. put in some oil slip from uh, the Hedgehog Heaven Sonic 2 OC remix uh, uh, yeah, album so there's some songs for you I'm gonna take a wee break and see you on the other side
Ah. And there you go, there was the jazz out of Just at the end of it, you see a little bit of jazz, doesn't hurt any harm. Yeah. Jazz time. Anyway, um, <clears throat> it's coming up to the end of the show. Uh, just before I leave, uh, something that I forgot to say before um, uh, I finished that Transformers review. Uh, Transformers Rise, Rise of the Fallen review. Uh, HMV. Uh, well, I was I was actually in town buying a new game, but I'm going to be talking about that new game next week because I've just started it. Um, I still still want to work through it a little bit more, and uh, I want I'll be want to be want to be talking about it next week. Uh, but when I was in town this week, I was in HMV uh, for the, today. I was in HMV and they had a big sale going on for some similar stuff. They had like DVDs for a fiver or something for a ten tenner and whatnot. So I was going through some some stuff and I was seeing what's uh, there. And um, I find I found out that uh, obviously the Transformers DVDs, like uh, the they had uh, the movie, the Transformers movie, the animated movie, uh, um, had the Transformers uh, movie for two pounds, which is a bargain. If only I didn't have it already, because I have the reconstruction. Uh, reconstruction video uh, DVD version uh, that came out quite a while ago, but here's the big kicker: uh, the big bo- the box sets for the se- for the animation series, um, being that of uh, what was it? Uh, the generation one, the first generation of ter- uh, Transformers, being that of season one. Two, three, and four. Um, they were only a fiver. I was thinking, holy shit, that is a bargain. You know, it's like the first season for a fiver. It's like the second, the second part one of s- season two, a fiver. Part two of season two, a fiver. Seasons three and four, a fiver. How awesome is that? And um, yeah, I mean, they're it's like that for a fi- like all those box sets for a fiver is just fantastic sure um, I mean I've just started going through season one and I've only gone through the first three episodes but uh, what was it one two three four five six seven eight there's eight episodes on the first disc and one two three uh, four five six seven eight on the next one so that's uh, fourteen I believe. Yeah, four, uh, 14 episodes in the first season. Which I actually thought, wow, that's short. That's the first season? That's the whole of the first season? 14 episodes? That That is short, people. That is very short. Um, so I'm I'm wondering what the, uh, the second season's got to be like. But, uh, no, I think, I think the whole Transformers series was totally, totally short. Uh... But uh, yeah, the Transformers box sets, uh, being that of uh, the uh, you know season one, season two part one, season two part three, se- and the season three and four box set uh, of the Transformers G- G1 
the Generation 1 tra Transformers series. And, uh, you know, that was fantastic that those box sets were only a fiver. They were only a fiver. That was a bargain. But then I kind of like looked looked to my right a little bit, and there I see the exact same box sets, but only condensed into one tiny box for a tenor. And I'm thinking, what's the difference between this and this, besides the box? And I f I looked at the back of them, back of each each uh, kind of like box set uh, of uh, this uh, of season one. Just using season one, season one as a reference, and I find that um, you know that it's exactly the same. It has the exact same content. It has the exact same extras. It has the exact same DVDs number uh, number of DVDs. It has a three. It's a three disc set of season one, and I'm looking at the back of it, and it's like. So what's the difference? What what does the fiver make any difference? The basically the f extra fiver gives you a more condensed box, and uh, I don't, well I don't know like a different a different kind of like uh, you know a different packaging really. So really I'm think thinking to myself and it's like screw that I'll just get the fiver one because a it actually looks better. Uh, even though it's only like a, it's a grey box with an outline of a certain symbol, but, and the other ones was like, uh, it was the same symbol on a kind of like, uh, uh, kind of like a silhouette of the planet Earth in the background. Um, other than that, I just thought, well, uh, you know, uh, I might as well just get the cheaper one because... You know, ten pound, uh, five pound more for just a different box altogether. Uh, but no, I'll I'll just get the bigger one because it makes it look better, uh, bigger. Um, but what I also found that that it is actually only a reprint uh, of the series, like uh, a reprint of the uh, of the the seasons, like uh, because the the ones that were a fiver were printed back in 2005, whilst the newer one was actually re uh, our reprints of those uh, box sets uh, in 2000, it, it, this year, in 2009. So, really, do you want to spend the extra fiver for a box art and a box that was that is created much earlier? No, thank you. I will get the five fiver if it's exactly the same content on the discs. I might as well just get the one that's the fiver cheaper, and get the bigger boxes. And sure, I might not have the space for, you know, for the DVDs, but I can probably make some space. I mean, I could probably take out uh, Sonic Underground, you know, because that is a waste of space. Uh, I can possibly take out. Um, some of the other MISC uh, kind of like DVDs that are there that are clogging up some space as well. But um, other than that, uh, no, that is a great offer. Getting the entire first season for just twenty quid. While in when they were out new, when they were brand new, they were probably in like thirty quid for a box set. And you know, thirty quid for a bo box set is you know, is just outrageous, really, nowadays. But no, I waited patiently. 
I didn't jump at the chance for Transformers. I wasn't a, a big enough fan to actually get the box sets, but uh, obviously my patience paid off, and now I got each of the each of each of the box sets for a fiver, and that is a bargain. I mean, that is the ultimate bargain ever. Um, and what's better is is that I also found that the uh, tack uh, what was it the I'm um, just just here. Uh, Takara, the Takara collections, uh, being that of uh, the the continuation of the Transformer series in Japan, of the uh, uh, the Headmasters, Master Force, and Victory series that was done in Japan for Transformers. Now, I was able to get the first two volumes, being that of uh, Headmasters and Master Force, but uh, v Victory wasn't available, so I wasn't able to get that. But still, like, six box sets, six, bo six box fets sets for 30 quid. That is amazing. That is amazing value for money. Uh, uh, you know, uh... Uh, what's that? Wouldn't the ultimate? <laughs> Wouldn't the ultimate one be free? I don't know what you mean, Earthheart. You know, uh, <laughs> the ultimate one. What What do you mean by the ultimate one? Yeah. You know? Oh, you Oh, you mean? You know, this is the ultimate. No, 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 no. Um. Uh. Um. No, this is the ultimate. This is the ultimate kind of like box set for Transformers stuff, and and a very good price, I may say so, because you know nothing's free, nothing nothing that is very 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 good, uh, or is ultimate, is uh free nowadays. Nothing is free nowadays. Nothing that is fantastic is free, um, but it's it's a it's a fantastic bargain. I'm just saying, and it's like five pounds for a box set for a television series that is has transcended time of a twenty year time span, maybe more, and it's still going on by to this day is a bargain <laughs> is a bargain, I tell you, but no, um but no, I was able to get that, and also the uh, takara uh uh, the Takara co Collection Volume 1 and 2. Uh, shame that they didn't have Volume 3, because there is a Volume 3. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's lucky that Earthheart got Sonic Underground for free. Yeah, lucky devil. I had to actually pay 30 quid for it, because I was the impatient, uh, impatient uh, Sonic fan at the time. Or was it 20 quid? I can't remember how much I paid for it, but uh, it was still in double figures. But still, single figures, single figures for box sets is a bargain, you know. Especially for big box sets, like a big enough series like Transformers, you know. So, if you're ever in HMV and you want to get yourself a, a great bargain, uh, HMV, I've got... And you like Transformers, and you would like to own the box sets, like uh, own the the complete series, then you can get them for twenty quid now. 
you can get the complete G1 series for 20 quid, which I think is possibly the best value for money out there right now. I don't know how long the sales gas continue, but really take advantage of it now before it's too late. Um, I mean, I'm happy with the box sets that I got. I got six of them for 30 quid. Six box sets for 30 quid, that's not bad. Because normally one box set would be 30 quid on itself. Um, so really, I did good. I did fucking good. So anyway. <clears throat> I better end the show. Um, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, yeah, Blitz, uh, I'm sorry to say, but I can't do anything for in tribute to Michael Jackson, because I don't really care. I'm sorry, but Michael Jackson is in my don't, don't give a crap list, you know. Uh, I'm sorry, but, yeah, not happening. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> Actually, Earther, I think uh, the better value for money would probably be uh, seeing Kev, Echo, and Trippy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, because uh, you're talking to people, and this is DVDs, and DVDs tend to break, while people don't break that easily. Um. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> um, anyway, I've overstayed my welcome. I should be going, so uh, I should be uh, ending the show at a very quick note uh, with a very quick song, hopefully. How about a little? Uh, how about a new day from Sonic Rush, done by Hideki Naganuma. I like I like Naganuma. He is awesome with his techno and whatnot. So anyway, here's a new day. I'll see y'all next week, same time next uh, next week, 8 p.m. Uh, UK time. Uh, don't forget to check out all the other shows that are gonna be happening, including. Uh, 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 well, Radio Redux is on at 7 o'clock uh, on Sunday. Uh, what is it? The, on Saturday, uh, Top 10 Countdown with Hypersonics. Hi Hypersonics Top 10 Countdown uh, at uh, 8 p.m. GMT or 8 p.m. UK. Um, also, also, Tuesday, Tuesday with. Uh, uh, can't remember. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, trying to think, trying to think. Of course, trying to go to the Sega Sonic. Actually, go onto the Sega Sonic Radio website because it's got most of the shows there. Uh, of course, Blitz and Chris, uh, Blitz and Pieces is on Sundays at 1 p.m. GMT as well. So. Or 1 p.m. UK time, anyway. 
uh, and Audio Hijacks on at 6 p.m. UK time, and Phil with the uh, Phil's Filler Show, uh, filling in for uh, Earthheart's Boombox uh, at uh, 9 p.m. Uh, 9 p.m. UK time on the Wednesday. So do check them out. So yes, anyway, I will bid you adieu, and uh, I will catch you all next week, same time, same place, every place, time, and whatnot. Yeah. A new day! Bye-bye. See you next week. Ciao! Sonic Radio, the number one source for Sonic music.